Welcome, gang. You're listening to the Help My Marketing podcast, where we talk all things marketing, the sexy things, the not-so-sexy things, the fun stuff, the serious stuff, basically all the things that make you a better marketer. Not just theory-based, everything we discuss on this podcast has been tried, tested, and validated by the team at Orbit over the last five years as we build successful campaigns for our agency clients in a whole range of industries. Don't forget, if you'd like help with your campaigns, go to orbitmarketing.com.au and reach out for a chat with one of our experienced marketing experts so we can show you how to bring the sort of attention and leads that could change the game for your business. And welcome back to the podcast. You're with us for episode two of the Help My Marketing podcast, where we're sharing tips and processes and procedures and all the good stuff that we use at Orbit Marketing to build winning campaigns for our clients. We're sharing that information with you to help make you better marketers. And the topic of today's podcast is safety and security. So how to keep your social media accounts safe how to keep them secure, and not just your social media accounts. Like these, these tips are things that you can use to keep any online account secure. We're talking about them, you know. I guess mainly in respect of Facebook because that seems to be the platform that's getting hammered right now. But the sort of things that we're talking about, you can use them across any of your online accounts to help keep them secure. So I sent out an email to our database earlier this week. And it was about this topic, and it had an ebook attached to it with our top 10 tips for keeping your online accounts secure. And there's a link to that ebook in the description of this podcast, by the way. So if you'd like to download it, you most certainly can. It's only got the stuff that we're talking about on the podcast, but if you want to have a written copy of it and something you can refer back to, then by all means, download away. It was the most downloaded. Um, asset or ebook or tool or anything that we sent out to our database for the last two years. And I think we actually send out some pretty useful stuff to our database. So that tells me this is a real concern for people. And so I decided to do a podcast about it today. And it should be a concern because there's a ton of hacking going on at the moment. And if you're going to be running marketing from your online accounts, then you absolutely should be keeping them secure before you start running ads. And if you're already running ads, then you need to do it right now. Because the last thing you want is somebody getting access to your accounts who shouldn't. Or if it's just, you know, your accounts get disabled or shut down, then you don't want that happening if they're a really big part of your lead generation strategy, because that can leave such a massive hole in your marketing campaign. So Without further ado, let's jump in. The first thing that you should be doing, if you haven't done it already, is to set up multi-factor authentication on your personal social media profiles. So multi-factor authentication is not new, right? Um, Or two-factor authentication, multi-factor authentication, same thing. It's essentially a process of when you go to log in, you have to get a code from somewhere and then put that in to prove that you're who you say you are. And if you use online banking, then you're probably already doing it. 
you might already have it set up on your social profiles and it can work in a few different ways. So let's say you go to log into something and you get a code sent to you via SMS and you've then got to punch that code in before you can get access. That's two-factor authentication right there. And like I said, a lot of the banks use it, but loads of different applications that you log into now require you to punch in a code and that's multi-factor authentication. You can select to set it up or to not set it up on your social profiles and not setting it up is leaving you exposed. So if you haven't done it already, set that up. You just go into your account settings, um, Google it, how do I set up multi-factor authentication on my Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it might be, and, and you'll find it. It's usually really, really simple. You'll often need to download an app first if you're going to use the app. We use Duo for all of ours, but Google has Google Authenticator. Um, there's a number of different apps that you can use as your multi-factor authentication app. And <laughs> I know that's a mouthful. And they generate a code for you when you go to log in and you've got something like 30 seconds to use it before the code goes over to the next code. Download the app first because you'll often need to use the app to scan a QR code to connect your account to the app. So choose which one you're going to use, download it, and then go into the settings of whatever it is that you're setting it up on and set it up. Don't put it off. It's really important. It's one of the key things you can do to keep your account safe. Another thing is don't use fake accounts. I know, I know. It's really tempting to set up a fake account so that you don't get all of these notifications coming through on your actual personal profile when your page starts getting messages or when your page starts getting mentions, all of those sort of really good things. You don't want them filling up the notifications in your personal Facebook profile, but it's a breach of Facebook terms. Don't do it. If you get sprung and that account gets disabled, and it's an administrator on your page, and that's how you log in. Then you can't log in anymore, and you've lost access to your page. And here's the kicker. If you want to get that account reactivated, the first thing that they do is say, well, you've got to prove your identity. So just you know, upload a copy of your driver's license. And if it's not a real account, there's no driver's license, right? If that's the profile that's running your advertising account, your advertising account's advertising account gets disabled and they say upload a copy of your driver's license so we can see that you're who you say you are before we give you access to this credit card and you've got no driver's license in that name or it's got a wrong date of birth or something like that because you set up a pretend profile guess what you're not getting that account back you're never getting access to that advertising account again i know it's tempting don't do it don't share accounts. Some people have one account that they share between themselves and their partner. Same thing. Breach your Facebook's terms to share an account. And if something gets disabled that that is attached to, you've lost access to it for all of the same reasons that we just spoke about with fake accounts because it's essentially the same thing. It's not an account that belongs to a person. So don't do it. Fake accounts, shared accounts, they're a recipe for disaster, especially if that's the profile, that's the administrator on your business page or your or your business manager or something like that. When you set up a business page, make sure there's more than one admin. If you're the only admin on your business page and your profile gets hacked or your profile gets disabled, and Facebook especially, they're bandits for it. They disable profiles by mistake all the time. And if that profile's the only one that's got access to your business page, you've lost access to your page. N not fun. And 
if you're you and if that's a big part of your lead generation strategy and you now can't do it it leaves a massive hole in your marketing so when you set up your business page make sure you add more than one administrator and make sure that person is someone you can absolutely trust so it should be a spouse or it should be a financial partner in your business other people can have access at other levels as employees um, without the same administrator access that you and this other person or other people have, but make sure you've got at least two admins and make sure that whomever else these other people are are people you absolutely trust. And make sure everybody's got multi-factor authentication set up. Got to be an absolute not negotiable standard. When you're using Facebook and Instagram to market your business, make sure you're using Business Manager. So it's a free tool provided by Facebook if you haven't already got it. Go to business.facebook.com forward slash overview and you'll be able to find out about it and create your Business Manager account. And it adds another layer of security. So um, for example, if you decide that you're not going to manage your social media but one of the people in your business is, not a partner in the business, but you know the person who you delegate to run the socials, then you can give them limited access. They don't have to be an admin directly on your page. You can give them limited access to, access to certain assets, to the Facebook page, to the Instagram account, to the advertising account, to things like catalogs if you're running e-commerce or pixels if you're tracking. And they don't have to be an admin. So it adds that extra layer of security giving you all the control, but whilst that person can still do the things that they need to do. Same if you're working with an agency, you can add them as a partner through Business Manager so they don't have the control that you've got and you still retain access or ownership of all of the data. So set up Business Manager, make sure there's more than one admin. Again, make it make sure it's that person that you know, that you trust, spouse, financial partner in the business, all of those things so that you absolutely trust them. And everybody else who's got access can have limited access. Make sure in your business manager settings, it's updated so that everybody who accesses your business manager has to use multi-factor authentication. This is separate from setting it up on your personal profile. So you go into the settings of your business manager and there's a little toggle that you switch that says everybody needs to use it or admins only need to use it or nobody needs to use it. Do yourself a favor, set it to everybody, just be safe. If you're running advertising from within your business manager, create more than one ad account. Usually when you set up your business manager, you'll be able to create three. There is a limit to how many accounts you can set up, but I think when you first create, when you can have three. So create more than one ad account and add a payment method to each one, right? So whether that's PayPal or your credit card or, or however you're paying for your advertising, even if you're not going to use that extra account, make sure you set it up as a backup and make sure you add a payment method to it as a backup. Because if you've got an ad account that gets disabled, you can't create a new one whilst it's disabled. So then you know technically you're screwed if that happens and you're relying on that to run your advertising from. If you've already got a backup and it's already got a payment method attached, you can run ads from it. If it's already set up and it doesn't have a payment method attached, then you can't attach one to it. So create a second ad account, add another payment method to it. And typically it's better if it's a different payment method from the first account, right? Because that's one of the ways that Facebook tracks your advertising activity is by 
credit card number or PayPal account. So let's say you're running ads from your primary ad account and whether legitimately or by mistake, it gets disabled for a breach of terms, which happens a lot and it's often um, by mistake. Uh, Facebook are actually going around disabling ad accounts at random for no reason and then asking people to prove their identity. And this is one of the ways that they're combating fraud. So if that happens and that ad account gets shut down and um, and you've got the same payment method attached to another ad account, that other ad account has a much higher chance of being disabled as well because they make the connection via the payment method. So create multiple ad accounts, add a separate payment method to each one. Now, one of the ways that hackers get into people's accounts, and it's probably the most common way, is by actually getting hold of your one of your passwords, of your login details to a platform. Once they've got your login details to a platform, they then try it on everything. So let's say they manage to get hold of your Facebook logins, your email address and your password. They'll try those login details on every banking platform there is and just see if they can get in there. They'll try it on every social media account and see if they can get in there. And the reason this works effectively is because so many people use the same password on everything, right? So they'll send out a phishing scam, and we're going to talk about them in a minute and, and how to spot them. They'll send out a phishing scam, and they'll get your details, and then they'll just try it on everything. So don't use the same password, and usually complex passwords, and that sounds like a lot of hard work if you're trying to remember them. So use a password manager. That's the tip here. Use a password manager like LastPass to create really complex passwords and different passwords for every platform. And that way, it's if they do get a hold of one of your passwords and, and the passwords are different for everywhere, they can only use it in the one place they got it for, right? So firstly, if the passwords are really complex, it's going to make it more difficult for them. And secondly, if you've got different passwords everywhere, then you're, then you're going to minimize the damage if something does happen. And again, if you're using particularly LastPass, that's the one that we use and it's terrific. Um, make sure you've got multi-factor authentication set up. LastPass has its own MFA app, um, its own authenticator, which you need to use. And that just helps to keep it a little bit more secure. So that's the tip is use a password manager to create really complex passwords and different passwords for every platform. And then look, um, re reduce your reliance on the big platforms. That's, a, that's the next tip. Start building lists that you own. Now, building out your email lists and your SMS lists is just good marketing practice because it's a terrific way to maximize the return you get from your marketing efforts, but it's also a really great safety measure. If your accounts go down for whatever reason, and there can be a ton of reasons why you lose access to your social media accounts or they change the rules and they make marketing more difficult or you get hacked, if you've got an SMS list and if you've got an email list, you can continue working from those lists. You can continue nurturing those lists, making offers to those lists and generating revenue whilst you get plan B up and running or plan C. Hopefully you've already got a plan B. Um, but having those lists is just another way of making sure if something goes wrong, that business doesn't stop, that lead nurturing doesn't stop that sales and revenue don't stop so build those lists that you own those email lists and those sms lists and you'll position yourself 
much more strongly should something go wrong. And then finally, be really alert of the scams that let people get access to your accounts in the first place. And these are largely phishing scams. Phishing scams happen by email, they happen by SMS, they even happen by phone. We get phone calls regularly, probably a couple of times a month from somebody pretending to be from Facebook, and we do have a Facebook specialist that we speak to, so we know it's not legitimate. And the first thing they do is they ask you to confirm your login details so they can verify who you are. And Facebook never do that. They never do that. There's a particular snippet of information that that they ask for, but they've already got access to the back end of our accounts. When they ring legitimately from Facebook, they're already in our business manager. So these, these phone scams, they're really brazen, but it's so obvious. Some of the email scams are not so obvious. Some of them are really, really sophisticated, and it's one of the ways that people really get caught. So there are a few things. There are a couple of ways that you can actually spot these scams. So phishing emails will usually ask you to click on a link in the email to confirm a login or submit a form or confirm some other piece of personal information. They'll often use a scare tactic such as telling you that your page or account has violated some policy or your or your bank account is at risk of being hijacked. And there'll usually be a high degree of urgency. So they'll tell you that you need to respond within 24 hours or you need to confirm your details within 24 hours to avoid your account being suspended or shut down. There's other ways to spot them as well. Things like poor spelling, poor grammar, poor sentence structure. If you're in doubt, go directly to the website of the company the email or the SMS is claiming to be from and have a look and see if there's anything on their website. If they're asking you to log into your account to do something, don't log into your account from a link in the email. Go directly to the website and log in using your own login details directly onto your banking website or your social media platform, but just don't click on the link in the email because typically all that's doing is collecting your login details and then you are gonna be hacked. Contact their support, pick up the phone, Ring the bank. Hey, I got this email claiming to be from you. Did you send it? They'll tell you really fast. Often they'll be aware that there's scams going around before you are and they'll tell you, no, that's a scam. Don't click on it. If it's from one of the social media platforms, reach out to their online support and ask them and they'll usually tell you. Check the email address that the emails come from. Now, this is not always possible if you're on a mobile device or it's not always easy on a mobile device, but what you can do is hit reply and see what the two email addresses when you hit reply. And if it doesn't look like it's come from the platform, then it probably hasn't. And again, reach out and check if you're not sure. Reach out to us for help if you're not sure. So there are our tips. It's a, It's been a bit of a longer um, podcast than usual, but they're, they're, the, they're the top 10 tips of ours. So um, make sure you've got multifaction factor set up on everything. Don't use fake or shared accounts. Make sure you're using business manager and you've got multi-factor set up on everything. Have multiple accounts, have multiple admins. Give people only the level of access that they need. So if it's not a business partner or a spouse, then don't give people admin access unless you absolutely have to. And then if you need to give them that access for a specific reason, do that and then revoke it again afterwards. And 
be really, really careful. Be very, very suspicious of anything you get by email. I don't want people to be paranoid or freaked out, but just be aware. Um, if you need some help, reach out to us, orbitmarketing.com.au. Find us on Facebook. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the podcast, and I can't wait to catch up with you guys on the next episode.